0: Hello and welcome to the Zurich Life podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I'm joined today by our Head of Investment Solutions at Zurich, Ian Slattery. This investment podcast does not constitute an offer and should not be taken as a recommendation from Zurich Life. Advice should always be sought from an appropriately qualified professional. Today we're going to speak about market events over the month of June 2022, how this has impacted different asset classes and what this might mean for investors. We will also talk about Zurich Investments outlook in the short term and our recent positioning in relation to the Zurich funds. This month, our feature in focus is Auto Invest, which is available on all Zurich investment bonds. Good morning, Ian.
1: Good morning, Jacqueline.
0: In June, we saw a number of key developments in the market and investor sentiment appears to have extended again to the downside. Can you bring us through some of these and the impact that these events have had on markets and on the different asset classes?
1: Yes, so as you mentioned there, investor sentiment has been extended to the downside. So overall across risk assets, if we look at equities, they fell sharply throughout the month of June and actually closed out their worst first half of the year in a number of decades. Looking at fixed income, uh, bond markets were also in negative territory for the month. They did recover somewhat towards the end of June, as market concerns shifted from inflation towards the risk of slowing economic growth, but they also closed out both the month of June and the first half of the year, very much in negative territory. Uh, Investor and consumer sentiment does remain depressed as increasingly hawkish uh, central bank policy was implemented. What do we mean by hawkish? I mean, that means uh, the reduction of quantitative easing programs and the increase of interest rates. For example, the Federal Reserve in the U.S. hiked interest rates by 0.75% in mid-June. That was the biggest move seen since 1994, and that brings their headline rate up to 1.75%. We also saw the Bank of England raise interest rates for the fifth time since December, throughout the month of June, and whilst the ECB, or the European Central Bank, has not yet moved rates higher, it has indicated that we will see higher interest rates at both the July and September ECB meetings. Uh, Also a surprise to markets, uh, Central Bank we don't talk about too much, but the Swiss National Bank also surprised by raising rates for the first time in 15 years. In terms of some of the developments we saw in Asia or in the Far East, uh, we did. it does appear that the worst seems to be over in China in terms of COVID-related lockdowns and economic indicators are improving. Uh, on a global level, leading indicators such as purchasing manager indexes are consistent with continued economic growth, albeit as mentioned at the outset, we do expect that to slow going forward.
0: You mentioned June closed out the first half of the year negatively. Um, One key asset class, which was down in June, again, were equities. Can you give us some insight into this and talk a little bit about the performance of equities across the different regions and sectors in June?
1: Yeah, so if we start off at global equities um, and a world index level in Euro terms, they were tuned returned minus 6.4% during June, and is down now 13.5% for the first half of 2022. In relation to geographical areas, if we look at the one month return for June in Euro terms, the best performing market was Hong Kong, which was up 4.5%, and that's on the back of some of that Chinese uh, reopening that I mentioned earlier. In terms of the worst performing market, albeit not a major market, it was in fact Ireland, which returned a negative 14.1% over the month of June if you look under the surface of equity markets at a global sector basis uh, in fact all 11 major sectors were in negative territory for the month in euro terms Uh, The defensive sector of healthcare performed best with a negative return of 0.8%, whilst materials, which is more cyclical uh, or more exposed to economic growth, fell minus 13.5%. Year-to-date, the the trend of energy outperforming has continued. It has been the clear outperformer on the sector level and remains up over 35% for 2022, whilst the economically sensitive and growth-orientated sector of consumer discretionary remains firmly in the red, at a negative 25.9%.
0: Moving to bonds as an asset class, can you explain how bonds have been affected recently by market concerns, and in particular, the continuing inflation concerns?
1: Yes, this is a theme we keep returning to in the podcast, and that is about inflation concerns, how that affects interest rates, and how that might affect economic growth. So Eurozone government bonds do remain under price pressure, uh, and they did remain under pressure within June. As mentioned at the outset, they did regain some positive uh, moves towards the end of June, but for the month overall, they did finish down at 2.6% or minus 2.6% for the month. Year to date, the the key over five-year Euro government bond index is now down 16.9%, which represents one of the worst uh, half of the year's in history for Eurozone government bonds. As mentioned, the ECB is expected to raise interest rates in July. We expect that to be by 25 basis points or at 0.25%, which will bring the headline rate up to minus 0.25%. If you look at bond yields, which are moving inversely to prices, if you look at the benchmark US 10-year Treasury yield, it finished the month at 3.02%, so remained above that key psychological level of 3%. And as we look towards the the German equivalent, it rose from 1.12% to 1.34% throughout the month of June. And as just mentioned, that higher yield is obviously represented in the lower prices we mentioned at an index level a few moments ago. So overall, bond markets have been a little bit more positive at times as their safe haven status has come into play. But overall, the overwhelming trend we're seeing is one of higher inflation fears throughout 2022, which has led to higher interest rate expectations, which has led to lower bond prices.
0: How have commodities and currencies performed over the month
1: of June? Uh, Commodities actually fell for the first time as as an overall uh, basket of investments or as an index. Uh, They fell for the first time in a number of months as fears over slowing consumer demand, which then feeds into fears over slower economic growth rose to the surface. For example, copper, which is always seen as a key barometer of economic activity, fell by over 10% throughout the month of June. Uh, Overall, the broad index returned uh, minus 5.8% in euro terms, whilst gold just about eked out a small positive return once currency fluctuations were taken into account, but it was in negative territory in US dollar terms. In relation to currency markets in isolation, the key Euro-US dollar rate was at 1 euro to $1.05, whilst the euro versus the British pound was at 1 euro to 86 pence. Overall, Euro weakness did reduce the losses for Irish investors in global uh, investments throughout June. And indeed, that has been a trend we've seen across the first half of the year as a whole.
0: In light of everything that you've just covered, what is the current position that Zurich investments have taken in relation to their asset allocation positions and uh, on a geographical and sector basis?
1: Overall, there is no change to the asset allocation of Zurich's multi multi-asset suite of funds throughout the month of June. And notwithstanding the scenario of volatile markets, we do continue to favor equities over other asset classes where we have the flexibility in multi-asset funds. However, this preference may shift at times throughout the remainder of 2022 as markets continue to react to economic data and the subsequent policymaker response. Therefore, there may be times where selling into equity strength represents the best course of action. We're coming up to the Q2 earnings season, and there's a number of upcoming central bank meetings where there'll be subsequent guidance. And they will be key influences on the direction of risk assets um, throughout June, as it was before, and into July and for the rest of the summer. Overall, investment markets do appear to be reaching an inflection point from a number of perspectives, bond yields, interest rates, economic growth, and we are prepared to adjust our asset allocation as required. You mentioned geographical and sector positions. They remain broadly unchanged since our, our last podcast. Uh, we do maintain an underweight for the US market, which leads to an old weight across all other major markets. And on the sector level, we're broadly neutral um, across the, the main 11 sectors.
0: If you have a lump sum sitting in a deposit account and you're considering investing, you might be wondering whether now is the right time. The common pitfall of buying high and selling low has plagued investors for years, often causing paralysis. Um, However, auto-invest from Zurich might be the solution to this problem. So firstly, what is auto-invest?
1: Very simply, auto-invest is a phased investment strategy where you drip-feed your funds into the market over a period of time, as opposed to putting it all in together in one go. Uh, The idea here is it aims to reduce point-in-time investment risk.
0: Can you tell
1: us how this works? Yes, yeah, so essentially you would set up a policy, an investment bond policy with Zurich as normal. It goes up onto the system. You get your, 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 your documentation out, et cetera. And there are no more decisions or inputs required at that stage. Zurich's auto investment strategy for investment bonds will allow you to phase in that lump sum investment from a safe cash fund into your chosen uh, multi-asset or single equity or whatever it might be fund over a period. Of six or twelve months, and this potentially benefits then from the the idea of euro cost averaging, and this can be discussed with a financial advisor and can be indicated on your application form.
0: What are the benefits of auto invest?
1: So, so overall, uh, we talk about behavioural economics a lot, or the behavioural perspective or input into investing, which is really really important at time. Cautious investors overall don't necessarily concern themselves with getting the best possible return, but they kind of want to. Re- avoid getting the worst possible return. This is the idea of loss aversion, where losses hurt you more than gains benefit you in terms of, of your behavioral side of things. So the idea is, is that you're, you're taking the proverbial steps into the pool as opposed to jumping in the, in the deep end all in one go. Now, mathematically, we don't know whether a lump sum investment or the, the drip feed-in is going to be better from a return perspective, but there are clear behavioral benefits from this idea of euro cost averaging. So I've mentioned euro cost averaging a number of times. What this means is, is you're not buying in all at the one price on one day where you're you're exposed to this point in time risk where you might see your value hopefully up, but it could be down in it over the short period of time. But instead, you're buying it at a number of unit prices over a period of time that averages out your overall price that you, you gain market access at, which, as it says in the name, gives you euro cost averaging.
0: AutoInvest is available on the investment bond from Zorik. How can investors learn more about whether this feature may be suitable for them?
1: Yeah, the the first port of call with anything like this is obviously reaching out to your financial broker or financial advisor and and having a chat with them to to make sure it, it, it might be the best possible route for, for your own personal um, financial circumstances. You can Google auto invest in Zurich. You'll you'll find it online pretty easily. And we have a number of guides and helpful sales aids on Zurich.ie, which is always a good place to start for further information.
0: That brings us to the end of this podcast episode. Thank you, Ian, for joining me today and for this investment market update and for going through Zurich investments, current positioning. And also thank you to our listeners. We have recently published our Mid-Year Investment Outlook, so you can get further market information through this publication available on our website. For more information on the Zurich fund range and to catch up on our latest investment news, visit zurich.ie.
1: Past performance is not a reliable guide to future performance. Benefits may be affected by changes in currency exchange rates. The value of your investment may go down as well as up. If you invest in these funds, you may lose some or all of the money you invest. Zurich Life Assurance PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.